Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We go two for two today on medical miracles with this story from the country of Nigeria. Yesterday, you may remember, we told about the Canadian woman whose life was saved by her breast implants after getting shot in the chest. And today we learned about Margaret Adenuga, who, along with her husband Noah, now celebrating the birth of twins after wanting to have children for a long time. How long, you might be asking. Well, Margaret's 68, and proud new dad is 77. And yes, if you're still asking questions, they went through four in vitro fertilization attempts to get this one to stick. And if you're still asking questions, no, she's not the oldest on record. That honor goes to a woman in India who gave birth last year at age 73. What'd you say that guy's name was, Cliff? His name was Noah. I had no idea that the late Hugh Hefner had a brother named Noah. (laughs) Is that not freaky? I had no idea. No, I thought it was just him and his sister. Yeah. <laughs> no. All this time living in Nigeria. Yeah, apparently. Noah Hefner. <laughs> Doesn't have near the same ring to it, does it, Cliff? No, not not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Before we get along any farther along this morning, you yeah. should all know that I'm having a lot of equipment problem here at Country 98.1, <laughs> and I've been really? talking by phone with Cliff Ingram about how to fix some of the problems. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like this stuff just won't go away. Yes, it uh, <laughs> started on Monday, and here it is again today. Cliff's been helping me as yeah. much as possible. Of course, he's yeah. at his house at the Sweatpants Lounge. I'm sitting here. Yeah. We're probably, what, two miles away from each other, Cliff? I would say so, yeah. I think so, too. So tell me again, Cliff. Yeah. The red end of the booster cables go on the front <laughs> of the microphone, or is it in the back? I don't want to get these crossed. <laughs> The red in the front? Uh, yeah, red in the front. That'll work just fine. Red in the front. And don't forget, and oh. don't forget to put your tongue on it. <laughs> oh, I forgot that part. Well, I'll do it's that little, after yeah. the news update. Well, Cliff, I feel kind of bad because I've had all these troubles here today. I haven't well, even asked you, how are things going today at the Sweatpants well, Lounge? I mean, we'll get through your troubles, uh, but I've got my own set of issues here um, in my home studio. And as you know, when... Uh, we set all this up it was done on a temporary basis so basically all of the computer and audio gear that i have here is set up on a plastic folding table <laughs> and so i've got one of those uh, we had an ex- those boom things that we hang the microphones from oh yeah 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 so i ha- i have one of those extra from the radio station and i brought it here but the only way that i could attach it to this plastic table is with a c clamp <laughs> And uh, a while ago, fortunately, uh, it didn't happen while we were doing the news update. It happened right after. Uh, the C-clamp gave way and everything fell down. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know your situation. I can't see it, but obviously. So, yeah. if you put your tongue on it, do you think it would help any? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, while I, have a, while I have a strong tongue, it's not strong enough to hold up all that weight. Well, we, the new way to conduct business for some is the online video conference, and we have already spoken of some of the downfalls of that on this portion of the program. 
You might remember last week we had a story about a judge in Florida who issued a warning to lawyers showing up on his computer screen to conduct an online hearing over legal matters and that the court was, well, the court was asking them to please put clothes on before launching the meeting because even though it was online, it was still a court of law. And it was just last week that an online meeting of the Indiana Election Commission was interrupted by live video of a naked man who was, shall we say, having his own personal fun, something that left the chair of the commission to say, and I quote, well, that was sufficiently disturbing, but what if you want to say, Zoom bomb a meeting in a less disturbing manner and do it on purpose? Well, the Peace and Peas farm in Indian Trail, North Carolina, now offering a way to do that, you can hire the farm's miniature donkey to bomb the virtual meeting, or one of three horses, or perhaps some chickens, ducks, or cows. Ten minutes for $50, and it wouldn't be the first time I've seen a jackass in a meeting at work. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I was thinking a goat. I'd like to bomb somebody with a goat in the background, Cliff. I'd like to bomb somebody with a gun. You know the way they screech and all of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it'd be perfect. Yeah. I know for myself that um, the hunkering down that we're starting to do and have been doing for several weeks, yeah. I think it's starting to wear just a little bit on me personally. <laughs> now, I'm out and about here at Country 98.1 and thankful yeah. for that. Don't get me wrong there, but I try to stay away from everybody and uh if I possibly can after I leave here. Now, but sometimes you have to go to the store. Well, I mean, yeah, sometimes there you, you have to get supplies, food and whatnot. Um, sometimes you have to get, there's a there's a, a, a household issue. Like yesterday I had to go and get some, uh, some stuff to do a little, a little plumbing thing at the house. And so, and I had to be out for that. Yes, so. and things like that happen. And, yeah. you know, every time I make the... Uh, dash into a store. I call it the Freddy Krueger run. <laughs> <laughs> and the, um, I don't remember the name of the movie because I'm not very good with movies, but uh, I know Kenny Loggins had that song, uh, Danger Zone. Remember oh, that? I think that was from Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Well, that rotates in my head <laughs> while I'm running in there <laughs> trying to avoid everybody. I'm in the danger zone. And yeah. yesterday I had to be out and every person I ran into, you know, not run into, yeah. but it was around. Well, made me yeah. mad. Oh, oh yeah. They made me mad. Yeah. Because they yeah. wouldn't stay away from me. Yes. Here they are. Right on top. Of, I'm checking out, <laughs> and she's right on top of me. And uh -huh. I'm like, I don't ever say anything. I long for the days, the good old days, Cliff. I hope they come yeah. back soon when yes. the biggest threat to my health was whatever I'd make an adventure to a Waffle House somewhere. I'm I'm missing that. I want that to be the most dangerous thing out there for me, Cliff. Yeah. Cliff? Yes? You mentioned earlier that yeah. you uh, ventured outside the sweatpants lounge for some <laughs> yes. plumbing supplies, right? Yes, I had to make a trip to a, um, you know, a large uh, home improvement store uh, yesterday to get some necessities. Um and, and as much as I deeply appreciate all of the folks who are doing uh, the essential work of retail, that some of which is still going on uh, because it has to, I mean, it, it, it's insane what those folks are having to go through. Uh, you know, like at Walmart, everyone who's a team member now has to wear a mask the entire time they're clocked in. It, I mean, it's just difficult. To, but But given all of that, they probably should have gotten some training before they were turned loose with their protective gear. Why you say that? <laughs> well, because yesterday uh, I saw a guy 
who was working, and he had taken a look like a box cutter and cut some slots in his mask to make it easier to breathe through. <laughs> I'm going to go with we're defeating the purpose. Then. Yeah, you might as well just take the mask off and just paint one on yourself. <laughs> That's right. And then there was then there was another guy also clocked in and working, and he was he was wearing a mask and he had it on properly. He had also chosen to wear uh, gloves, you know, the disposable rubber gloves. Yes. Um, but when you, and, and, and he was going about you know, the business of working and doing what he was doing, and I think he was actually talking on the phone to a customer at the time. But when you go like the second knuckle up in your nose with your gloved finger, <laughs> you pretty well defeated the purpose of wearing the gloves. You know, that's, um, in another time, Cliff, that would be like... Um... Safety yeah. picking there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Cliff, I know you don't know this answer, but your best guess, your best opinion. How about that? Okay, sure. It seems to change on a daily basis what to do and not to do during this pandemic. And yeah. I'm going to ask you this morning, do you think the time will get here when all of us, anytime we're outside... We're required to wear a face mask. I think that's that's definitely within the realm of possibility. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. You know, we keep going back and forth. Does it help? Does it not help? I think it probably helps if you um, it helps others more than it helps you if you're wearing the mask. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So I, so I think probably at some point where. Um, um, It'll be a requirement. In fact, there's at uh, at the couriers uh, courierpress.com today. There's an excellent uh, kind of an editorial thing by uh, John Webb and about what the new normal will look like as things start to get back and people start to do things. And it's and, and what he says basically is uh, when it we start to go out again and do things, we're not reopening society. We're building a new one on the fly. Yeah, I kind of so, hate that word though, Cliff. Why is that? The new normal. I want the old normal back. That's what I, I don't like the don't new think, normal. I don't think you can get it back. <laughs> well, I hate the fact, and I hope you're wrong, Cliff. I, yeah. I hope you're wrong about everybody having to wear a face mask and all of that when they're out. Now, there is yeah. an upside to that, even though I, okay. it pains my heart to think about it. The upside will be yeah. if everybody has to have a mask on when they're outside, like going back to work in their cars and stuff. When they mm -hmm. listen to this program, yeah. we will only hear muffled boos <laughs> because the face mask will be kind of, you know, it's hard to get a real boo out when you got, you know, yeah, something clamped over your mouth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we can take that as applause instead of booing. We had this story about the Parks Department in the city of San Clemente, California, provides an excellent example of not thinking a solution to your problem all the way through before putting it in action. Ralph's Skate Park is a hugely popular place for kids to ride their skateboards inside a city park there, but with requirements for social distancing, it was closed by Parks Department officials. And as you might expect, the erection of a no trespassing sign didn't deter skateboarders, who are known to sometimes be a tad bit rebellious anyway. They continued to show up, and so the Parks Board came up with another way to keep people away from the popular meeting spot, or so they thought. They dumped 37 tons of sand inside the skate park, thinking, of course, that you can't use a skateboard in a place full of sand. 
but the kids with the boards just went home and traded them for dirt bikes. <laughs> it appears as though it was pretty easy also for a couple of hundred kids armed with buckets, shovels, and brooms to take the sand out of a concrete hole and make a pile of sand next to it. Skating got back underway not long after. <laughs> they might as well just forget that, Cliff. Right. They're going to be skating there. There's no doubt yeah. about it. No, yeah, you're right. I know this is happening, Cliff, because I keep seeing it pop up on the Internet all the time that uh, families that? and individuals are quarantined yeah. at home. and Well, they start dancing. They break out and dance <laughs> with, you know, all together. Some of them separately, you know, individually go out and dance. Yeah. Yeah. Not something I would ever do. There's always something oh. <laughs> I could come up with besides dancing in my house. <laughs> Some excuse that could be made. Well, I'm horrible at it. I mean, well, I'm not surprised. Well, but go ahead. <laughs> when I'm dancing, literally, I'm basically yeah. standing in one place, maybe slightly going in a half semicircle, yeah. and just shifting my weight. From one foot to the other. That's that's my dancing. Although, <laughs> yeah. although, okay. when I was in junior high, I yeah. actually won a dance contest in our PE class. <laughs> what kind of what kind of dancing were you doing in uh, middle school PE contest? Square dancing, <laughs> which I detest to this very day. Well, I can understand that. Oh, and I was horrible <laughs> at it. This but, was in what grade was this? The eighth grade. The eighth grade? Yes. Okay. Well, we had to do it in seventh grade, too, but in the eighth grade. Right. Because right before me and my partner came out to do the dance yeah. on the gym floor, yeah. Yeah. some smart aleck decided this is a good time to give weed a wedgie. <laughs> and so the whole time I'm out there, Cliff. Well, that's why you were such a good dancer. I'm trying to get the wedgie out without, you know, any hand action there. <laughs> It's probably the best I've ever danced in my life. I'm sure it is. But I don't want to be known as the wedgie dancer, Cliff. That's, that's what it would take to basically inspire you to dance. That's what gets me started to dance, yes, if you wedgie Mega me. Mega wedgie. Yes. Yeah. And I know, Cliff, there's not a lot of sports news for you to uh, look up and report on. The, in fact, there's literally nothing to talk about. the only thing that you could might talk about was would be that the uh, Notre Dame women's basketball coach uh, Muffet McGraw is retiring yes i think she's because been... every everyone got to know her when Jackie Young was there and she was here a lot for a lot of the games when Jackie Young was a senior so everyone there's a lot of people in town that know Muffet McGraw and she's retiring that's about the only thing i think talk. she's been there like 33 years or something like yes, that two and... national championships 33 years one of the all-time great women's. In fact, the WNBA says she basically helped shape the women's game. So, well, a lot of her players, yeah, playing in the WNBA right now. Yep. And the other news, Cliff, you know, the football mm -hmm. draft is tonight. They're going to be doing it from the commissioner's basement in his house, <laughs> virtually. <laughs> so he's got his own sweatpants line. <laughs> That's exactly. All of them do. All the general managers will be at home. Yeah. I read yesterday that the general manager for the Colts. He's yeah. got uh, a backup service for his internet in case it goes bad, and That's a good had idea. and had installed at his home a backup generator in case there's storms in Indianapolis <laughs> and his power goes off. So because it's a one-time shot, whether you know it's your turn yeah. and it's like, I 
I didn't know it was my turn. Well, too bad. Also, Cliff, there's a little baseball news this morning. Well, there is, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. You know Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. And Alex Rodriguez. Right. They're they're an item. Yes. They're now wanting to buy the New York Mets. (laughs) They want to buy the whole team. They want to buy they want to buy the Mets. And I remember when everybody used to make jokes about Jennifer Lopez and her big behind, you know, everybody always yeah. did that for years when she was a professional well, dancer. Yeah. Which was of course way back before Kim Kardashian finally outbutted her. But <laughs> true. And it is true. Boy am I fired up for this one, Cliff. I am <laughs> fired up for this one. I'm assuming you're referring to the take it to the bank segment of the program. Yes, Cliff. Yes I am. Okay. You see, okay. Cliff, I am so confident in this take it yeah. to the bank that Mm-hmm. If they ever get the Take It to the Bank Hall of Fame built in downtown Cynthiana, <laughs> which tentatively is scheduled to be located askew of the playground yeah. area they have in the middle of town, okay, this will be item number one in the Hall of Fame museum there. Okay. This is about President Abraham Lincoln that I'm willing to bet this morning, Cliff, there's not a single mm-hmm. person listening. Well... I bet there's probably <laughs> I mean, not a single person listening. You could stop there, and, and you would have a true statement. Uh, yes. <laughs> not a single person listening that knows this fact about our former President Lincoln. And there's been hundreds of books written about this man. I'm willing okay. to bet no one knows this. This okay. is how life works. One decision in your life takes you from one of the horrible incidences in our history and yeah. turns you into one of the most famous presidents, if not the most famous we've ever had. How's okay. that? If anyone's listening. If anybody's <laughs> listening. It's coming up. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. If anyone's listening. I'll tell you what. Instead of just doing Take It to the Bank, I'll trade you a barrel of oil for today's Take It to the Bank. I think this is more precious than a barrel of oil today, Glyph. I really well, do. I know, I know what the price of oil is so you're really gonna have to come through this time well let's see if you like this one or not cliff oh okay go ahead we're talking about abraham lincoln here okay because he had just had a child and his political career was just getting started yeah he was going to go to california and go on the oregon trail and start a life anew in California. As a matter of fact, Cliff, Abraham Lincoln considered joining the Donner Party on their trip to California. No, seriously? Seriously. (laughs) And if it hadn't been for his political career starting and the birth of a child, he was going to go with them, and you would not have heard about President Abraham Lincoln, most likely. If he would have survived it, because as we all know, they all got stuck in the Sierra Nevada mountains, and well, and well, they ate what they had to eat to survive. Let's just say. Let's that. just say that, and we'll leave it right there. And all of that, you can take to oh the my. bank. Oh See my. how life turns on a decision, Cliff. Yeah. Now, did you know that one? I I did not know that. Is that worth but, the price of a barrel of oil? I'm going to say that's worth the price of a couple of barrels of oil, actually. Considering, I don't know what, they're like 37 cents today. (laughs) So this could be the first edition of the Take It to the Bank Hall of Fame Museum in Cynthiana, (laughs) Indiana. 
you you might very well be true. It'll be dangling. Should that ever happen? It'll be yeah. dangling from the doorway when you walk in. <laughs> Cliff. Yeah. The texting from Matt has went uncontrollably bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Our ticket to the bank was no. a serious thing, and <laughs> he's thinking they should have, um, well, yeah, top hat toys that they give out. I mean, so yeah, because during take it to the bank. A lot of people don't realize Abraham Lincoln was um, in the, like the Army Reserve or something like that back then when yes. he was a young man, like 20-something. And he volunteered or considered to volunteer for a trip out west that would have sent him with the Donner Party. <laughs> and then Matt Hawking says, I wonder what an Abe Lincoln sandwich would have tasted. Yes. And it got no <laughs> better after that, did it, Cliff? No, it got worse than that. Yes, yeah. it did. So, yeah, did, did, did you want fries with that, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Be safe. Make good choices, and stop talking about Abraham Lincoln like that. I was going to say. Stop it. Now that, you know, what Matt said got out in the open, everyone's piling on. I know. Cliff, anything? You're all sick and twisted. Yes, anything else said today, Cliff? Well, phrases of the day, I guess we have to start with number three. I wonder what an Abe Lincoln sandwich would have tasted like. I'm sorry, but you have to. But we can follow that up with number two. That was sufficiently disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> true and indeed it was the number one morning roadshow phrase for today get the wedgie out without any hand action <laughs> oh yeah it'll it'll win that's you a, the, that's what weed looks like when he dances it'll <laughs> win you an award if you're square dancing if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.